welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dee Hollander. And I'm Brendan McCullough, your anime Peter Parker. Just a plain, ordinary, average high school boy. Yep, don't ask any questions. Don't worry about it. Nothing to see here. (laughs) Nothing to see here. I'm definitely just a super dorky fellow and isn't a six and a half foot tall model played by Andrew Garfield. And I'm just down on my luck. Which one are you? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you have to be more specific. I mean, the only good one is Into the Spider-Verse. Now that that's come out, it just wiped the floor of all other previous Spider-Man movies. Peter B. Parker supremacy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. He's my favorite Peter Parker. He's a great... Like, it's... So refreshing. It's something different. We're not here to talk about Spider Man. (laughs) I'm here to talk about Peter B. Parker. We're not watching the (laughs) Spider Man anime as much as I want to. Yeah, you open the gates to give Dee the opportunity to (laughs) turn this into the Peter B. podcast. To talk about about my favorite mid 30s sad man. Honestly, I wish he was chubbier. (laughs) What a guy. He's goals. Not goals I want, but goals that I will very likely achieve. Goals nonetheless. <laughs> I'm on it's my way. It's more of an inev- inevitable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is my destiny, rather, uh, a uh, choice. <laughs> hey, uh, D, giving you an opportunity to talk about something else. What do we have going on this week? <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, go. This week, <laughs> we're watching The Daily Lives of High School Boys. Which is a slice of life anime that I've heard a lot of good things about. Uh, and Based on the out, title, I assume it's a horror anime. <laughs> I mean, probably. It came out in 2013, so. Yeah. Yeah, within the last <sighs> decade. <laughs> Relatively new. <laughs> Comparatively. Mm-hmm. I think, like I said, I've heard good things and. I feel like most high school slice of life shows are about girls, so I think this is an interesting change of pace. Yeah, yeah, because normally when you have a uh, boy uh, as the uh, main character, it's usually because he has a superpower or a ghost inside him or something. Yeah, but these are just boys. Hmm. Just well, boys? We presumably. Sure? Presume. Hmm. hmm. We'll see. Hmm. <laughs> Have either of you heard of this? Nope. Hmm. I've I've heard of it, but not much. Mm-hmm. So. Much like uh, Azumanga Daio or Anichi Joe, I've seen clips, mm. and I think it seems pretty funny. So, at least from what I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've also had shows where it's good in clip form and bad in <laughs> anything beyond that. Ghost stories. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, god. So we'll see. But yeah. So that's. I mean, that's my. That's the extent of my knowledge on it. I'm just hoping. Yeah. It's a, that, we we're all working from a shallow pool of information, so we're uh, yeah. We're, we're just sputtering. <laughs> yeah. It, it's definitely gonna have over the top comedic elements because if it is just the daily life of an average high school boy it's gonna be boring as fuck like it's gonna be <laughs> real slow you gotta so, bring something boy. to the table yeah there's gotta posting be something on reddit <laughs> shit posting having some cheetos i think i understand nuclear physics better than an actual scientist get out of here 14 year old <laughs> well without further ado shall we uh uh d- travel back to high school and relive uh possibly cringeworthy <laughs> memories oh no i mean hey I look guess. at that time i gotta be 
literally anywhere else. <laughs> Bad rip on my vape now. Oh I was just like, no, we're back. That's it. We're, we're back. back. That's it. That's it. Okay. <laughs> we're in. I feel like our segues back into the episode are just you guys baiting me into saying something dumb. <laughs> we we never bait you. We're you, just like, hey, uh, do you have a thought? And you're like, mm. something dumb. You say I didn't say that. I didn't say that. No, no, no. dumb it is. Well, well, I mean, taking a fat rip of a vape is pretty good for high school boys, so... <laughs> yeah, it, it seems to line up. Thematically correct. I was Probably gonna... a little... The show was a little before the vape times, but yeah. oh, they will, they would catch up. The vape mm-hmm. times. These boys would definitely try it at least once. <laughs> sure find yourself walking around downtown and it just smells like a circus exploded nearby. It's someone vaping. That's yep. that cotton candy scent. <laughs> cotton candy and... Mango? <laughs> Let's go together. <laughs> so, in episode one, we have Tadakuni on his way to school. Uh, he's got toast in his mouth. Classic. He's late. His friends, Hidenori and Yoshi. I just kept calling him Yoshi. <laughs> Yoshitake. Like every letter in his name has like is doubled up, so it's like two O's, two S's, two I's. Like- yeah, they got some long names. <laughs> Um, so they run up beside him. One's eating curry. The other's eating ramen. So like, you know, casual. (laughs) Just a casual breakfast on the go. Really sets you up for what this show is going to be. So then there's a big explosion and some robots come out of nowhere and there's going to be an adventure and then it all stops. And Tadakuni and Yoshitake yell at Hidenori for putting himself in the middle of the story. And it turns out they were just using their imagination and Hidenori wants this to be an action anime, and Tadakuni is like, no. It's about <laughs> normal life. This is a slice of life anime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, so this is super in meta segments. right off the bat. Yeah. Huh? Super yeah, it's meta. just super meta right off the bat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is in segments, like most slice of life anime. And the first one is them role-playing. They're helping Tadakuni talk to a girl, and I love the support. <laughs> oh, the friendship. Yeah, where Hidenori is just like painting the picture. He's like, you're in the classroom. It's after school. Uh, um, uh, improv. I wasn't prepared. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, for initiative. <laughs> Yoshitake is playing the girl that uh, Tadakuni is going to confess to. Uh, but then, just as he's about to do it, Hidenori comes in as a female teacher trying to seduce Tadakuni. He has failed the simulation. Start over. <laughs> Back to square one. So this time, the blonde boy is playing more of a s- blonde boy. Hmm. That was before I knew my the names. Yoshitake. Yeah. I I had blonde boy in my notes, so Same. we can switch. To I that mostly called them. Easy. I called them Tada, Hide, and Yoshi. Um. But yeah, so blonde boy. He's playing more of like a stubborn class president, and Glasses Boy does not like that. <laughs> it's out of Start again. Uh, and and Tadakuni is tired of this game, uh, but he starts to take it seriously. He's like, so which one should I go for? The shy girl or the stubborn class president? <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, and his friends are suddenly tired of this role play, but he has one more trick up his sleeve. He goes for the class president and grabs Blonde Boy's hand and they just run through the house. And Glasses Boy's like, yes, this is great. Take her to your future. (laughs) True love exists. (laughs) Um, And then they're exhausted and they just end up back in Tadakuni's room. And he's like, I wanted you to see this view. But they're just like looking at a wall. And he's like, fuck you, dude. (laughs) Uh, and then it's revealed that they go to an all-boys school, so none of this matters anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need to practice, it'll never happen. Uh, next up, Blonde Boy asks about a test, and uh, Tadakuni complains that they're still at his house. Um, Hidenori moves to leave, but then pauses, and he turns to the Blonde Boy and he says, What do you think of skirts? What's your opinion on skirts? <laughs> um, and then they start arguing about the length of skirts, and the blonde boy seems to think that they're too short. One of them thinks that they're too short. They're like, that can't be comfortable. Um, and Tadakuni is like, please don't argue about this. <laughs> Not about uh, and then, <laughs> and then Hidenori is like, don't you have a sister? Can we like borrow some of her skirts? And they're like, um, he's like, no, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> Take you absolutely a cannot. Far. <laughs> uh, but it's too late. Blonde boy has already taken some, and he also grabbed some of her undies by mistake. But never fear, he left his in uh, return. <laughs> um, so they're going to try on the skirts. They want to know how it feels. So after a lot of commotion, they go to separate rooms to try them on. And they all come out. And Tadakuni is the only one who actually put it on. <laughs> Got him. Jabated. Got him. Uh, and then Blonde Boy is like, you could make money off of that. <laughs> <laughs> you look good. You look great. Um And he, like, sits on the floor and poses. He's like, like this? And they're like, yeah, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) And then his sister gets home, and she opens the door to his room, and she sees him putting on her bra. And they're like, uh, it's not what it looks like. And she's like, don't stop on my account. (laughs) You absolute freaks. You've committed this far. (laughs) (laughs) Next. (laughs) Yeah. Just real quick. I think this... Like, it doesn't feel, like, malicious or anything bad. It's just, like, very honest childhood curiosity. Exactly. Of like, hey, guys, I'm kind of embarrassed, but let's try on skirts. And, and just, like, a very <laughs> playful <laughs> interaction. So, very, at the start of the segment, I was like, mm, where are we going? Mm-hmm. And then it ended up, I was like, oh, I'm, I feel so good. Okay, this feels yeah. nice. <laughs> it's great, because they genuinely just wanted to know what it was like to wear a skirt. It wasn't and then a gassed up their friend thing. for looking so good in a skirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's concerning so next, because the bar is just boy. so low. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, glasses boy talks about a time he saw a cute girl at a restaurant, and when she left, there were three chopsticks on her plate, <sighs> and the other boys freak out. Then blonde boy, this is the clip I have seen. <laughs> Blonde boy tells a story about having hairy nipples and one day he decides to try and shave them, but he shaved off his nipple by accident. (laughs) He's like, do they grow back? Cause I'm down one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm missing one. I don't use it that often, but I I like symmetry. Yeah. I liked, (laughs) I liked the idea of having them both. Um, Then it's Tadakuni's turn. They're all just telling spooky stories. 
So he talks about how he went to a friend's house the other day and they drank too much. And he took his friend to the bathroom to barf. And when he barfed, there was a worm in it. And his friends hate that. (laughs) Glasses boy and blonde boy are like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, it's the worst thing they've ever heard. Uh, They get up to go to the bathroom to also throw up. Um, And Tadakuni's sister is already in there. She has, like, food poisoning. Uh, And they all throw up together, bonding. Or uh, the thing was, she was listening in through the door and also was so grossed out she had to puke. Oh, I thought thought they asked her why she was throwing up and she said something about seaweed chips. It's after they start throwing up and they look at their throw up, they see the seaweed chips she ate earlier. Yeah, it Got happens it. in a later episode that uh, she's just serially like listening in on all their conversations. Mm. I, but it turns out Tadakuni made it all up. But there's no way he could say that now. I don't expect to see it a lot in anime we've watched, but I was kind of surprised it took over 100 episodes of this podcast to get a collective vomiting scene. I don't want to dwell on this because I hate throw up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll move on. Yep. So, next... Uh, Glasses Boy gets to class. He and Blonde Boy are wondering where Tadakuni is. And they look outside and freak out because Tadakuni is walking to school with a girl. (gasps) Everyone hurries to look because if you'll recall, they're at an all-boys school. So they must see this girl. Then the delinquent of the class shows up and he looks out the window and he's like, well, based on their body language, their relationship either isn't very good or they just met and they aren't actually going out yet. And then he tells everybody to maximize their virgin power. And I was like, (laughs) okay, (laughs) sure thing. And then they go outside and meet Tadakuni to like intimidate him. I don't know what the plan was. Uh, but yeah, it turns out, yeah, I think maybe they were going to, like, try and make him fight them to look good. Like, maybe they were going to lose in a fight. I don't know. As a um, former high school boy, I can assure you, they don't know what the plan was either. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it turns out he was just giving this girl directions to the train station. And everyone is shocked. And then the delinquent boy is like, well, how was I supposed to know? It's like, <laughs> we were all listening to you, man. You are the leader. <laughs> you have a five o'clock shadow. <laughs> so next, there's a girl with long hair and she's reading while walking. So quirky. <laughs> she's and got she bags sees and glasses. glasses boy laying on the grass near a riverbank and reading as well. And he gets up to leave because it's too windy. And she sees him and he sees her. And then they stare at the river in silence. And this is the first of at least two bits where Glasses Boy, it's just Glasses Boy in his head overthinking the whole situation. And I think it's fucking hilarious. I that he's love just this. like, yeah, he's just sitting there like, what do I say? What do I do? What is she expecting? I, um, I really, there are some aspects of the show I really like. I, I'll, sorry, I'll let you get into it and then I'll explain afterwards. Okay. But yes, he wonders why she's sitting there right near him when she could sit anywhere else. Should he talk to her about what? Maybe she thinks it's going to be like a romantic meet cute. He looks back at her and she's blushing. And he's just like, this isn't a special moment for me. I kind of feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's like, I'm only here because my other friends had their jobs. So, um, but he's like, maybe I should fulfill her romantic dreams. 
So out loud, he says, the wind, it's troubled today. And immediately in his head, he's like, I hate that I said that. I want to die. That sucks so much. <laughs> you fucking dipshit. That was the corniest ass bullshit. <laughs> that felt like the most human line of dialogue we've ever seen in an anime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but she seemed to like it. So she stands up and says some poetic reply about the wind. And she walks closer and he just wants her to leave. Um <laughs> So he pulls out his phone and he's he's called his friends. He didn't even have to look. He was like, I need them. So then SOS out. Um, so Blonde Boy comes very quickly and he says some random shit about the wind. <laughs> um, and he sees the girl and he blushes and the girl seems way too happy about that. She's like, hell yeah. <laughs> um and then he keeps saying cryptic shit about the wind. And then Tadakuni shows up and ruins the mood by saying something about potato chips being half off at the convenience store. It's me. And it's at this point, the girl gets pissed off and beats him up. <laughs> and she drops all of her stuff. And it turns out she wrote a novel and was just trying to make a scene come true. So Glasses Boy is reading that, and he gets really upset that he fit her description of a lonely otaku. <laughs> She's not wrong. And that's episode one. That's where that ends. Uh, but yeah, I will see another scene in the next episode that also gives me a similar uh, feeling. But um, uh, there's a phenomenon that like helps reframe things. I feel this mostly from the movie uh, Cabin in the Woods, that mm. just like really helps you restructure every horror movie mm-hmm. uh, without spoilers. Uh, but if you know, you know. Um, <laughs> but I now watching this, this reframes most anime in my eyes because if <laughs> I assume if you feel like any inner monologue of any main character, because just all these characters just pull out the most eloquent poetry and just like, (laughs) ah, these are like long monologues and meanings and stuff. But just like hearing the internal monologue of being like, I immediately regret that. That was the corniest ass bullshit ever. (laughs) That just helps so much of like, this this character is trying to be cool. I'm sure they're kicking their own ass in their head being like, why'd you say that? No, that mm, uh, this villain isn't intimidated by that quip. Oh, fuck. (laughs) It's why some of my favorite like uh, shows have just friends immediately dogpiling on their other friend for saying something so out of character of like why mm-hmm. what why did you say that you're not a philosopher what are you talking about yeah uh, that's what's fun about slice of life i feel like that happens a lot mm-hmm. one of them will say something poetic and then the other one will be like that was the dumbest shit i've ever heard <laughs> you're not in an anime stupid <laughs> i think it also helps it wasn't planned but that we watch this one so much later in the podcast because it it does well as a parody, if you already know what it's parodying, yeah. like One Punch Man, like that'd be a bad first. This would be a bad first anime, but now that you know the tropes, now you can like get the jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we pick up in episode two, more sketches. So, yep. <laughs> it's the whole promise. Uh, yeah, we see the boys walking home from school, uh, and every every boy's dream finding the perfect stick <laughs> to pretend to sword fight with. No, it is though. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I I didn't really take note of their names. So uh, uh, main 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 boy, uh, mm-hmm. he's the only one I refer to. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, protagonist main... blonde in glasses. Yep. Yeah, that that's what I had. <laughs> so yeah, 
uh, main boy uh, picks it up and he's like, oh, cool. And one of the fr- uh, glasses boy has an umbrella. So they're like, ha ha. All right. That was fun for a second. Now let's just keep on going. But the friends are in too deep. They they start role playing. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, yes, the legendary sword fighter with a tragic backstory. He's like, uh, n- no, uh, that's in too deep. I don't want. It's over. I'm game. out. <laughs> But they're like, no, I am the legendary fighter, Jack. I have joined your party. Jack. We must <laughs> we must destroy the castle. And he's like, guys, no, the, we, we know people on these streets. We can't be doing this. <laughs> I live here, please. Uh, but they they just keep going it. Blonde boy pretends to be the enemies. They all have, like, the same poses. Uh, but uh, as, as they get to, like, the end of this role play... Uh, uh, they realize, oh fuck! We dropped our backpacks when we found this cool stick. Oh no! We have to go pick that up. <laughs> Shit, so they drop the, back. <laughs> so they drop the stick and just run back to get it. But then, ah, uh, the class bad boy and his friends walk by, and they also start playing with the <laughs> stick because hell yeah, we're teen boys. We just want to play swords. Yeah, we love sticks. <laughs> Uh, but of course they get super into it, and then a girl walks by, and they're like, "Oh fuck! Yeah, we know people on these streets. We can't be doing this." Uh, so uh, next sketch. There, there's like, what's a good transition? I, I don't, I don't know. We'll. And now we've had several opportunities different. to find one, but uh, moving you know, on. Yeah. Uh, so apparently. Uh, Two of the friends work at a pizza place. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, they get to work. Uh, they have one other coworker who is like, I assume like a college or just like an adult woman, uh, not a high schooler, I assume. Um, and uh, they're talking to her and like, hey, you've, you've seen it all, right? You're an adult. What what do high school girls like? And she's just so over it. She's like, uh, "I'm I'm here to work. I, I'm not here to give you advice." So she's like, eh, "If you're cute, I guess tell them. If if you say you like them, they'll like you. But you have to be cute. I I don't know." And then they're uh, they just immediately start talking about themselves, being like, "Oh, the girls will never like me." Blah blah blah. She's like, "Hey, I got a fucking question for you two. Why do high school boys always just fucking talk about themselves? Chill out. <laughs> You're at work. Please make pizzas. <laughs> Please, I have a I have a delivery. It's getting cold. <laughs> uh, but uh, they're like, "Hey, good. It, it's fine. You'll you, you can be cute too." I mean, you're not, but you could. <laughs> you just gotta work on it. Me, that was me in high school. <laughs> you're not cute, but you'll get there. <laughs> Come on, just stick with it, champ. <laughs> Remember once well, I was told like, I'd be a very cute girl. Oh, I, like, I don't know how to take kinda that. Kind of nice. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, sure, but I'm not. So, am I not a cute boy? <laughs> am I a pretty girl? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but of course, she's like. Oh, what the fuck? I'm being roasted by these fucking teens. <laughs> so, I can't even imagine. As a 24-year-old, a fucking high school boy's being like, you, were you cute? <laughs> you I can find someone. Mind. Keep your chin up. <laughs> An engaged 24-year-old yeah. person. You'll find someone. <laughs> yeah, just stick with it. Uh, but uh, so she's like, hey, look at that mirror over there. And they look over, and she takes off her glasses, and... 
weird. She is cute. She's just at fucking work and isn't putting in effort to put out cute vibes. So she's like, hey, here's a sweet, like, anime girl pose. <laughs> Fuck you. Now deliver the goddamn pizza and get out of my face. Uh, so as they're leaving, they're like, oh, I wonder if we'll ever see that girl in the mirror again. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, next segment! <laughs> so, uh... So, uh, hanging out at main boy's house again, and the sister's like, hey, you motherfuckers, I'm missing more underwear, can you stop? You had fun for a minute, but now you're actively, like, destroying my property by stretching out my underwear, can you stop? And they're like, oh, um, no, we only did it the once, I, we honestly don't know where it went this time. But then, blonde boy sees, in this conversation... One of them is wearing a bra. <gasps> but Why would like, they choose to wear a bra? That's like the least comfortable girl underwear. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't get it. But An interesting choice. <laughs> uh, but uh, they're like, don't worry, we're going to stake out the clothing line. Someone's obviously stealing it. So uh, they go hide in the bushes and look, and Blonde Boy's just like, oh, we're in too deep. Uh, <laughs> how, how do I tell them I, kn- I know? Wait. Wait a minute, glasses boy, you're also wearing a bra. God damn it! <laughs> uh, but but uh, later on, he's like, "Okay, I, it's too awkward for me to bring it up. I'm gonna bite a bullet," and takes a pair of panties off the clothing line and just puts it on his head. And then everyone comes out and they're like, "Oh, you're the pervert!" And he's <laughs> gotcha. like, "Yes, I'm. Martyr me." <laughs> <laughs> So he's he's just ready, and of course the other two boys just throw him under the bus. They're like, "You fucking disgusting pervert! How d- that's my sister, you monster!" <laughs> and just, uh, uh, she comes out and just kicks the shit out of him. So I like that he's kind of conflicted though. He's like, "I gotta I gotta beat some sense into those two and make them you know realize they shouldn't be stealing their sister's underwear." He's like, "No, what would a true friend do?" A true solidarity friend. yeah it would go in deep with them no matter how bad their choices are i was like nah man nah don't do that <laughs> that's yeah. a bad idea <laughs> Snitch yeah, <'cause> on him. <laughs> immediately when when he takes the bullet and they throw him under the buff he's like oh fuck you i'm ratting you out no you're you're actively wearing bras fuck you <laughs> uh, next segment okay um so this is a real quick one uh we see uh, we're we're back on the riverside. Oh, we see the girl. She's sitting, she's sitting by the river reading, and we see Bad Boy walk up. He's like, hmm. Uh, goes over and and says something poetic about the wind. Mm-hmm. There's a silence, and he walks away. <laughs> and then we hear in his head, Oh fuck! I thought that was my sister. I just embarrassed myself in front of a stranger. God damn it! Oh no. <laughs> Yep, and then his sister is like, hey, I stepped out of the shop. He's like, we have to get out of here. <laughs> we gotta go now. Go, go, go. <laughs> Next segment. Uh, so it is like the school cleaning day where uh, it's a, a festival. It, it seemed more involved than just like a volunteer activity. But mm. uh, there's like a theme day where uh, students go down and like clean up trash around town, be helpful. Um but the main boys are like, uh, that that sounds dumb. We don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> but there's like a pamphlet for the activity and they look through it and they're like, hey, wait, no. Part of this part of this trash pickup day involves a 70 hour fast. 
that that can't be right. What that's that's too much. What's going on there? Uh, oh yeah, uh, we're also introduced in this segment to uh, a hat boy. He's just hat boy. one of their classmates. He wears a white hat. Calling him calling him Hat Boy. That's all he is. Perfect. Basically. Well, my favorite um, part about the scene is when Hat Boy walks up and like gives him the pamphlet, like, "Hey, you guys got to clean up too." Like everyone else in school, Blob Boy and Glasses are just like climbing on top of each other and like making a totem pole <laughs> and just being like asshats. And it's like, I'm glad it's just constant. Like even if they're not on screen, assume they're doing something dumb. And it's like <laughs> great, fantastic, perfect. Um, but yeah, so. They're like, uh, seventy hour fast. This sounds weird. Let's go talk to the principal because we we need to know why this is a part of the thing. So they go into the principal's office. He's a very serious man. Uh, so they're like, hey, what what's up with this seventy hour fast? Internal monologue of the principal. Fuck, I don't know. I've only been working here for three years. Uh, I can't admit that to students. I have to be an authority figure. Okay, time. Uh, dramatic anime speech time. Okay. This was the other scene that I was like, ah, yes, everyone is much more confident uh, presenting than they are in real life. Everyone is bullshitting <laughs> all the time. Yep. Uh, so he's like, ah, the 70-hour fast. The year was 1984. <laughs> <laughs> he walks over to a bookcase to, like, pictures, and he's just, like, dramatically leaning, looking at it. He's like, ah, 1984. The school was was in trouble. We we were low on enrollment and and we were at risk of being shut down. But the valiant principal, as all principals are valiant, <laughs> went before the school board and filibustered for 70 hours arguing why he, the school must stay open and due to his sacrifice, the school did stay open and we honor him with a 70-hour fast. And they're all <laughs> like, "Oh, wow. So noble. Great." But then one of the boys reading the pamphlet is like, <clears throat> cool. Um, it says here the school was founded in 1989, so that did not happen. <laughs> so they're all like, fuck. That's so good. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just so fun. It's so good. Uh, this is a good show. Uh, <laughs> next segment. So uh, we get Ghost Stories Part 2. Yeah. So. <laughs> So they're going around. One's like, oh, I was brushing my teeth and I found a super long white eyebrow hair. And the other boys ah. are like, eh, meh, that's not, that's <laughs> yeah, not okay. that bad. Okay. Um, so next boy is like, I too was one day getting ready in the bathroom. And then I felt a sharp pain. And then I got a nosebleed for a second, but then it stopped. They're like, yeah, that's also not really that scary. <laughs> it's a low try. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so main boy is like, uh, oh, I I got a scary story, you know, hat boy. Well, <laughs> well, uh, one day I was on school. Uh, he didn't realize I was there, and he took his hat off, and the things I saw changed my life. And the other two are like, what? What did you see? What did you see? He's like, I cannot say. So they sprint out of the house and we're like, we got to find this dude and see what's under his hat. We need to know right now. And the sister, also eavesdropping again, is like, I'm joining you because what the fuck? What's under his hat? So they just find Hat Boy and chase him down. And once again, uh, Main Boy is like, well, it's too late to tell him I made up that story, too. So, uh. Poor Hat Boy. Uh, but yeah, so, um, oh, we didn't mention it. I loved it. 
the end of the first episode, the end credit song oh, was yeah. a song with the dramatic lines that they were saying on the riverside and it oh was God. so good <laughs> it was perfect just like genuinely making a good ending song out of like the random bullshit they were making up about the wind and it ends mm-hmm. with them singing about the potato chips being half off uh, <laughs> but then like the regular end credit song that we see in the next two episodes is like a school play thing it's fun it's fine mm-hmm. um but um, there was an end credit scene mm-hmm. where it was, I didn't really understand. It was daily life of a lady. And it was just like a, a weird sketch oh, yeah. about uh, a girl not wanting to go to school and she's rich and her butlers are trying to give her excuses. And then she has a false tooth. It it was weird. It wasn't <laughs> as good as the rest. So um, yeah, uh, kind of a down note to end episode two on, but uh, that's where we're at. <laughs> I did like when her false tooth eventually did fall out. Like, it was a running joke within the scene that she had one, and then it actually is true that the one butler that kept pressing her about the false tooth picks it up and then starts chasing the other two butlers around with it as they're grossed out by it. <laughs> and it's just like, they're all, just everyone's an idiot. Just everyone's dumb <laughs> as hell. Uh, and then we get episode three, uh, and it opens up with just a shot of the sky. And, like, that's it. It's just one shot the whole time. And it's the boys talking about how they're going to tackle summer and uh, what they're going to do with their time. And they're like, ah, oh, well, it's summer now, but, you know, most animes actually start in spring. That way they can introduce, like, the new transfer student. You get the cherry blossoms, all that. They're like, yeah, but it's it's summer for us, but it's going to be winter when this is airing. And they're talking about, like, <laughs> the airing schedule of the show and how it's conflicting with the seasons. Yeah, like, it's well, like, we're, we're already on the, the summer break episode, but it's way too early. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then, uh, then they start planning on what they're going to do for their summer vacation. We get the opening and then we get, uh, first segment is summer plans and we get glasses boy talking about how they're going to spend their summer vacation and pretty much how they're going to get a girlfriend or spend time with girls because they're, they're pent up at the all boys school. So they gotta, they gotta make the most of their free time when they can. And everyone's already, <laughs> glasses boy is just kind of tearing into everyone else. Like all the other guys in this group. They're like, you suck. We should get a new chairman for this group to like dictate stuff. Like, yeah, let's get a better chairman. Let's get Hat over here. He's good. Like, all right, Hat boy, <laughs> bring him over. Um, so they're discussing, like, all right, well, we got to know what girls want if we got to spend time with them. It's like, wait, Protag, you got a sister. And right on cue, she's walking by the door. And like, little sister, if you had to date one of the guys in this group, who would it be? And she's like, uh, I don't know. I guess like Hat boy. And he's like, ha ha, I'm the best. Come over here and sit on my lap. She's like, I'm gonna beat your ass. Like, how Fuck dare you? How Never dare mind, you? I take it back immediately. You're my yeah. nemesis now. <laughs> so she starts like fighting. I her. love how willing she is to beat anybody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> we see she has a lacrosse stick. She's she's gonna beat ass. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so she starts fighting with him immediately. And glasses boy gets cocky. And he's like, All right, I'm chairman again. Let's figure out how we spend time with girls. End segment. Uh, now we cut to we're at the beach. We got the beach episode. Yeah. yeah. We got the montage of them hitting on girls at the beach and failing. Yeah. <laughs> and then we notice Glasses Boy like walking around and he sees like a beach stand that's selling udon. And he sees after some of the girls reject him, they walk by and he notices that they have some of the udon. And he goes, wait, guys, I think I figured it out. Girls like men the same way they like their noodles. Hot. 
And they all just start beating the shit out of him. <laughs> like, yeah, Tom, that wasn't terrible profound shit. at all. <laughs> I love that, though, that he's just like, we're not, that's it. We're not, we're hot. not hot enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we uh, cut to another segment. They're at the hot springs. We got hot springs and a beach in one episode. Hot cha. Uh, Amazing. All the tropes. I just knocked on my desk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and... They're just walking out of the hot springs, and they're also talking about what glasses, like, they're telling the other guys in the group, like, glasses said at the beach. He's like, oh, come on, guys. I was like, get you. like, shut up. <laughs> and uh, as they're walking out, they find a ping pong table. They're just like, oh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and they're like, all right, we'll play ping pong, and we'll answer trivia questions whenever you hit a ball. And then whoever loses three times in a row gets a penalty. All right, great. What's the penalty? You're going to have to punch out the student council president. Like, agreed. It's like, oh, God. Okay. I don't High know, stakes. I don't know who that is, but I feel like it's not justified. <laughs> so they start uh, playing ping pong between, like, the five of them. And one of them's at the, like, delinquent guy is, like, asking questions as they play. He's like, cool. First round. Name all the moons of Uranus. And, then, like, immediately they're hitting the balls back and forth. And everyone's, like, Titania and all, uh, all the other ones I immediately forgot. And uh, everyone's doing great. And then it gets to the p- ball flies to the pro tag. He don't know him. He's dummy. <laughs> so he loses the first one because he can't hit the ball because he doesn't know. He can't, he can't answer the question, so he can't hit the ball. And they're like, shit. All right. Round two. Presidents of foreign countries. Go. And they're like, the first two guys hit it right away and they both know something. And he gets a black boy and he just goes, Obama. <laughs> and it goes to the protagonist. He goes, damn it. That was mine. That's the only one I know. <laughs> And then uh, Protag gets the ball, and he's like, all right, I'll serve. I'll start this off. Countries that have moons on their flag, Malaysia! And then it goes around to all the other guys, and they all know a country, and then it gets back to the Protag. And he's like, shit, I only knew one! So That's he fails the only again. one. <laughs> it's more than I knew. Uh, so he fails again and ends up losing entirely, and he has to punch out the student council press. We don't see that, though, so I assume it happens. <laughs> Next segment, we're back at the Protag's house. And glasses and blonde boy are pretending to have a radio show, and protag. Just- I love this so much. <laughs> it was so stupid. It was. Aww, I don't. They're podcasting. <sighs> Aww. There's nothing cute about podcasting. It just. It just really reinforced like, wow, these boys are just playing pretend a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even like the fantasy pretend where it's like, oh no, here's a dinosaur, and we see the dinosaur like destroying them. It's like, no, they're. It's literally just them sitting in this room talking back and forth, and that's mm-hmm. it. Uh, and Protag's there. He's just sitting off to the side reading One Piece or something. And so Glasses Boy and Blondie are pretending to do the po- uh, t- podcast, pretending to do a radio show. Yeah. <laughs> and Glasses is like the host. And he's like, all right, next up we got our new guest. How's it going? And like sends it over to Blondie. And every time Blonde Boy's just dropping it, either not knowing his character or just not staying within the bit and just kind of breaking scene. It's like, oh, you're killing me here. He's like, all right, well, you got some uh, listener questions. First up, uh, listener question is, uh, how can, or was it, why do teen boys have bad attitudes towards their mothers? It's like, mm-hmm. send it over to my guest. And blonde boy is like, it's like, well, actually, because uh, mothers usually talk to teen boys either when they're giving them more chores to do around the house or when they're scolding them for doing something wrong. So mothers don't really take a m- much much of an initiative into their uh, teen boy's life and their interest outside of you know, obligations. So, of course, with those, the only two interactions they have, the teen boy will naturally get a little uh, callous towards their mother and be a little resentful. And class is just like, shit, I didn't, what? 
That's a legit response. That's a real answer. <laughs> That's a oh. real response. <laughs> that was too real. <laughs> He's like, uh, okay, yeah. So next question. Why do teen boys dress so sloppily? He says, like, they're walking around with collared shirts and slacks. And I was like, that's, is that, is that sloppy? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I was walking around in cargo shorts and flip-flops. I mean, I still am. But I also was <laughs> as a teen. <laughs> and, uh, but since then, you've given up. So I've, <laughs> It's no longer ignorance on my part. It's conscious decision. <laughs> uh, and he sends her to Blumble again. He's like, back over to my guest. Can you answer that question? And he goes, well, naturally, it's the mother's fault for buying clothes that are too large. And he's like, uh, that's not really. And Blind Boy's like, uh, you can actually uh, root out that most problems with teen boys uh, can be traced back to their mothers, who they were once part of. So naturally, all of their faults come from their mothers. Blind Boy's getting into some Freudian shit. <laughs> class is just like, you going, you okay? You going through something right now? What's happening here? Just like kind of like off put by like this turn he's made. Um, it's like, well, I think we're going to end it there because we're going into weird territory. Let's wrap up the show. What do you have to say, Protag? And he like turns back to Protag who doesn't say anything. He's like, God damn it, watch him play in the bed with us. He's like, all right, we're finishing up the radio show. Thanks for tuning in, listeners. And it just ends. <laughs> just them like it's sitting so at a desk quietly. Stupid. Oh. oh, it's so good. Uh, and then. Next segment, we cut to them at a restaurant talking about how they have to make the most of summer vacation and use all the time they got because it's so limited in their youth. So we get another montage. Woohoo! And we see them doing all like the tropey summer vacation stuff you see in anime. They're out in the woods catching bugs, going on like haunted like ghost walks in the woods. They're at, like a summer festival, watching fireworks, eating ice cream. All Classic that stuff. summer boy stuff. Hot boy summer. <laughs> Hot boy summer. <laughs> And uh, towards the end of it, we see Glasses just lounging in his house, watching TV, those lazy days of summer where he got really nothing planned. And the phone rings and he answers it. And his buddy going like, hey, what are we going to do today? He's like, oh, I don't know. Let me check the calendar. And he looks at the calendar and it's September. It's like September like 4th. He's like, oh, fuck, summer's been over for a long time. <laughs> so I think they were just like still in the summer mode, like even in school. I was like, we fucked up. <laughs> oh. Next segment. We see classes on a train, uh, I guess going somewhere, and he notices a girl on the other side of the train by the doors, and he says, he, he rides this train every day, and she gets on at the same station as him, and he always sees her, and he's always wanted to get the nerve to talk to her, but he's too scared. He's a coward! <laughs> he says, he wants to tell her, he wants to go up and talk to her about the mole on the back of her neck, and how there's a hair sticking out of it. I was like, oh, I, I thought it was going to be like, he's going to ask her out or something. <laughs> nope. And he's like, this I, man, I, he, he could be asexual. He Some could be. Fun he's ace representation. He's mostly Final. just an idiot. <laughs> uh, and he's, uh, he's like, I gotta, I gotta talk to her. I gotta tell her. I'm like, that's one hairy mole, but I can't, I'm scared to talk to her. And I gotta, I gotta get over my demons, get over my shyness. And he does. So we see him at school talking to a friend, like outside of gym. And he's like, what do I do? Do I go, like work up to Kurt to talk to her? And the friend is just like, nah, man, like don't, no, don't do that. She might not, <laughs> she might not see it as a courtesy that you see it as of like, hey, you got a big old hairy mole on your neck, you should take care of that. Like, can I point out that. a feature you might be self conscious about? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, I don't know. All right, I'll, I'll think about it. So we see him back on the train. And he starts wondering. I'm like, he's like, why? 
why has no one told her about this? Like, it's so obvious. Someone had to have told her about this mole if she's had anyone in her life that cares about her. <gasps> Wait, maybe she doesn't have anyone in her <laughs> life to care about her. Maybe she's got no friends or family. Maybe she's all alone. And this hairy mole is the proof of her loneliness. She's just so, she's so oblivious to it because she has no one to point it out. Maybe I could be the one to point it out for her. To give her some, some sort of relationship that cares about her. That tells her these things. He's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell her. And he walks up next to her on the train and grabs the, the handle next to her. But he can't. He can't do it. He, he lost his nerve when he got up close to her. But he's so much closer now. He's starting to second guess himself. And all of a sudden the train stops and she gets off. And we see, we hear him yell out. Like, hold on a minute. And she turns around. He got off the train with her. And he's just standing there. And eventually he works up the nerve. He tells her, hey, that mole in your neck's got a hair out of it, coming out of it. And she's like, <gasps> And then she laughs a little and thanks him. And then leaves. And we just see him standing there at the station by himself. And he's like, huh, I was seriously worrying way too much about something so foolish. <laughs> I guess. Yes. <laughs> I've, uh, we've been taking the same train route for years. <laughs> <laughs> built up this mental relationship that does not exist. <laughs> Uh, fun fact, if there is a hair growing out of a mole, it means it's not cancerous. So it's a good sign. It's still, you know, gross. You might want to shave it, but... Uh, huh. Yeah. I'm riddled <laughs> with them. I've had a lot of dermatologist visits. Um, and then, yeah, as is standard, we got a post-credit scene. And we got a group of high school girls all hanging out in one of their houses. And one of them asks, like, hey, how do you think you get a boyfriend? And then the other high school girl just starts beating the shit out of her. <laughs> Like, out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. And she's like, how dare you ask, ask something so shameful. So, like, we don't talk about boyfriends here. That's shameful. It's like, oh, Jesus, okay. <laughs> if you and insist. So they're just hanging out. And they're like, what do you want to do? We got to find something to do. And the girl that beat up the other one, the aggressive girl, is like, we're high school girls. We can do anything. And it'll be wildly popular. And we'll make a ton of money. <laughs> We've watched enough anime to know that's true. Um, girl boss. <laughs> And, uh, and she's saying, like, we can do anything. We're, like, we're high school girls. We're at the peak of society. We're the best that there is. Not like high school girl, uh, high school boys watching them do something. God, that would suck. How boring <laughs> and lame would that be to watch high school boys just do random everyday stuff? And, uh, one of the other girls says, like, hey, wait a minute. You got a brother. And he wears a school uniform. Let's try on his school uniform. It'll be silly and funny because we're high school girls. And it's charming. Like, yeah. So they wear one of the brothers, like, school uniforms, and they're just, like, horsing around, like, throwing each other around in that. And then the brother walks in and is like, oh, hey, why are you wearing my clothes? <laughs> That's episode three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> are we there yet? Uh, yeah, this this was a lot of fun. Um, It is so nice to see a story centering around high school boys even though they are constantly talking about how to get girls, it doesn't feel gross and malicious. <laughs> yeah. It's just very nice that there's still innocence, that there's still just like... <laughs> I mean, you say still innocence. Your horniness the... is not the center uh, focus of your personality. <laughs> you say innocence, but one of them was wearing panties on his head. I mean, yeah, but still, they weren't like, oh, this is my fetish now. They're just like, hey, look, I'm. these don't go here. Isn't this silly? So, like, uh -huh. 
and and he was like, oh yes, let me let me bite the bullet. Let me <laughs> let me do something <laughs> disturbing to honor my homies, <laughs> <laughs> to bond with my friends, even at the expense of my own <laughs> worth. Yeah, I like that. It's you know, they talk about girls every once in a while in each seg in a segment, but it's mostly just them being so dumb. And I love that, that it's the daily lives of high school boys, but it's not always the nasty shit. It's just them <laughs> doing the dumb shit that high school boys sometimes do. Yeah, just like the naivete of like, mm-hmm. I I couldn't tell you how a girl functions, so mm-hmm. I'm going to speculate about it wildly for my entire adolescence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fair. That is what teenage boys do. <laughs> Yeah, so, I think a, a lot of, like, the in, like you guys talked about, like, the inner monologues of, the, like, people freaking out, like, even the principal of, like, fuck, man, I've only been here three years, I don't know. <laughs> like, those were the longer segments, I think, overall, but they were, like, they were funnier, like, because they have the longer-running joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they can do extremely short sketches well, they can do longer sketches well, it uh, it yeah, it's just a really good polished product for yeah. something just so trivial, so so gentle, so light. They didn't need to make it as good as they did, but they did. It's <laughs> they did. a very well done slice of life. You could have done less. You didn't need to go this hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun that it's not outlandish. Really, just that first moment where there's the robots, but then the rest is just like, no, yeah. that's not what this is. <laughs> It seems just, to ride the line between Nietzsche Joe, which is like super over the top outlanders, where a robot is one of the characters and there's like a six year old mad scientist, mm-hmm. and um, the other one that you mentioned earlier, D that I Azumanga Daya. Azumanga Daya, which was very mild, very yeah. like milk toast, like really mm-hmm. nothing happens here. Yeah. So <laughs> this was like a good like intermediate of it's zany, wacky characters, but it's in a mundane world. Mm hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's good. But yeah, that uh, um yeah, this episode's a little short. I'm not going to put you on the spot. If you would like to join me in this bit, uh you can. Ooh. But um since we're talking about uh the antics of dumb high school children, um oh. uh, <laughs> if you have so any dumb, dumb antic stories, Brendan, this seems like your real hey, house. Uh, hey, hold on. Hey, wait a minute. What's happening? Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so um, let let me let me tell you a little story. Um, this was this was a probably the stupidest way I ever got in trouble in high school. Um, so I was in science class. There was like just you know like laws of physics demonstration. There was like a uh like a wooden circle, you know, like a, a hoop and stick for like old fashioned things. Just like a mm-hmm. wooden circle sitting on top of like a glass uh flask. And there's, like, a piece of chalk. And, like, the gimmick is, like, oh, it's inertia. If you pull the ring away, the chalk will just fall straight down into the uh, jar. And it's, like, oh, cool, a fun little demonstration. Um, this was, like, the fun teacher. So, uh, like, oh, I, yeah. I, I was able to relax myself a, a little bit more. We, we had fun. <laughs> um, so me and my very genius uh, scientific mind went, hmm, through the transitive property, if I throw a binder at this wooden <laughs> ring and knock it out of the way, I can just trick shot this <laughs> chalk into the jar. <laughs> so, naturally, I threw a binder at it, 
mm-hmm. and shattered the glass. There it is. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Because, you know, we were goofing around. We're, we're, this was like the fun class. We're not learning anything. We're like, hey, look at this <laughs> cool off. chalk trick. So I threw this, and then the teacher was like, too far. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, yep, yep, yep I immediately in. got it. Yeah, immediately got it. Uh, so I had to, like, write a paper on, like, how stupid that was. And be like, <laughs> yes, I immediately, Agreed. as soon as it left my hand, recognized, oh, this was a dumbass thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but there we are. There there's some dumb antics. Does does anyone else have a story? I, Again, don't want to put you a on the spot. Pretty, <laughs> yeah, I was a pretty boring high schooler. Honestly, I didn't do anything remarkable. I did stage a coup in my anime club well, one time. Right. <laughs> okay, that, here we go. This is the story we're hearing now. I feel like the story isn't that exciting. It's just that the the actual president was never there. So there was one club meeting where I was like, is it okay if I'm the president? And everyone was like, yeah, you do way more than they do. (laughs) So they decided I would be the president. And then the the person who was previously the president got really upset about that. And then the teacher called me a bully. (laughs) (laughs) So that's cool. They weren't there. Yeah, but anyway. (laughs) Show up to defend yourself. (laughs) You can't. You're not here. Uh, so that's interesting enough, but there, the story about some high school boys that did a really terrible thing at my school, there was a tree in our quad mm-hmm. that was very big and had been there for a very, very long time. And some senior boys, I forget what year I was, I was either a, a freshman or a sophomore, they decided that for their own little personal senior prank, they were going to chop the tree down. Ooh. So they snuck into the school to chop it down, and it fell very close to the school's electrical room. Ooh. So they almost fucked shit up real bad, so they got in a lot of trouble. So that was a fun little thing that happened at my high school. I have fun stories about the teachers, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> but yeah, no stage a coup in my this anime is all club. all about the youth. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. I staged a coup in my anime club and some dumb high school boys chopped down a tree. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm pretty shameless about stuff I've done. Um, we had like a study hall in my school and you had to sign up for it. Like, you know, so you could go to a teacher if you need extra help. And I just went to the same teacher every day for four <laughs> years straight. And then all my buddies started joining. And uh, we ended up being really good. Uh, it's weird to say good friends with this teacher. But we would like hang, pretty much hang out with them every day. Uh, mm. And as a senior gift for when we graduated, we built him a lifeguard stand so he could sit in it while kids were taking tests and throw tennis balls at them if, if he saw them cheating. <laughs> my buddy also sold him his Sega Genesis, and he, I found this out because in the middle of my math class with another teacher, this teacher kicked in the door saying, "Hey, look what I got!" and held up the Sega Genesis he just bought <laughs> off a student. <laughs> I love teachers like that. Oh. I just had a trash can painted like R2-D2 and he just walked around the school one time with it like on a leash making beeping noises. <laughs> wow. Uh, like, what is this guy? Like, he's definitely the, Who is this man? Uh, yeah, he's definitely that weird teacher like if you haven't had him, he's a lunatic. If you had had him, he's one of the best teachers ever. What What kind of teacher was he? He was a his, like social studies teacher but was like freshman so it was real okay. low stakes. <laughs> yeah. I said another teacher where I was like, I had a higher level math cl- I, I, Yeah, in hindsight, I didn't do shit in high school. It was all my teachers and <laughs> friends. But it was, uh, it was a higher level, like, junior year history class. It was like an AP or something. Uh, so there wasn't that many of us. And we were, like, talking about a serious, like, Trump, like big event in history. And then the gym teacher just comes in, sits down, eats a full plate of chicken wings, and then leaves. 
Because <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was just, the, he was like buddies with that teacher. So he's like, I can fuck around. You have the smaller class. Like, I don't have to worry about getting in trouble. And it's just like, God, what a. I love public school. This oh. was, that gym teacher, I also gave him my old Xbox 360 games. And then I didn't have to take the final in gym class. Oh, so I guess I bribed him indirectly. <laughs> Perfect. I believe it or not, I actually got student of the month for gym class because of that guy. Because I was just <laughs> talking to him about like comic books and video games. Oh. Love it. Yeah. All the other stuff I can't really talk about on a public recorded uh, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's hard uh, looking back and being like, oh yeah, all these fun memories are po- problematic now. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's not uh, delve too deep into the life of uh, actual teen boys. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we uh, we had some fun. We had some fun times with this reminiscing. Lighthearted. Good chuckles. Ha uh, <laughs> ha. Uh, so, our, our, Brendan, are we going to keep the good times going next week? <laughs> mm. <laughs> Brendan, okay. are we going to keep the good I times can't. going <sighs> next week? No. <laughs> next God. week is my birthday. No. So not only is it my pick, but it's also my unabashed, not shameful pick. <laughs> we're, watch- we're watching a movie. It's called Gantz O. It's going to be a bad time for you, too. We already... Uh, we were going to watch it. We, and then, we were going to watch it, but decided it was too bad was too- for whatever week it was. So now uh, that we've had some, we've had some levity, we've had some... <laughs> Good times, some good vibes. Sorry, I hate this show. This was so bad. Uh, cancel all of these boys for their crimes. <laughs> <laughs> they have to pay for my my crimes. Uh, oh, uh, good. Yeah, it's gonna what? be a trip. Uh, mm. <laughs> well, listener, if there's if there's an anime you think is a trip, you can send your recommendations to us. Our email is yet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at yet on both. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan and listen to my fiction podcast, Echoed Locations. You can find me on Instagram at honey.d, on Twitter at honeyd8 and honeydart, or on Twitch at honey underscore d, and honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. It stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I also do. We actually just hit our 400th episode. Woo! Wow. Did we do anything special for it? I don't know. We'll find out together. <laughs> uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. My theater teacher embezzled money. Oh, crimes. <laughs>